This episode of the Red Stick Podcast, sponsored by El Rio Grande Mexican Restaurant. If you're looking for authentic, home-style Mexican food and the best margaritas you'll ever salt your lips with, go see our friend Raul Erdialis and the fun-loving staff at Baton Rouge's oldest Mexican restaurant, El Rio Grande. 8334 Airline Highway, just north of Florida, across from Frank's. He had a big-ass rebel flag tattoo on his arm, and he had a Black Panther jumping through it. And I was like, I don't think it's because... Conflicting signals. That's what I said. I don't think it was like in Full Metal Jacket when he had Born to Kill in the Peace sign mm-hmm. on his helmet. I think he was just like, you know what's fucking awesome? This rebel flag. You know what else awesome? Fucking Panther. I, I bet you'd be awesome if I had a Panther on my flag. Panther flag. Fuck black people. Welcome to the Red Stick Podcast. Today's guests are Red Stick contributors Sonny Weathers of Sonny's Disposition fame and horoscopes writer Nick Moore. Now here's your host, the Red Stick's comedian-in-chief, Jeremy White. All right, yes, we are recording, Sonny. Hey, it's the El, it's the El Rio podcast from Rich Dick. On Airline Highway. It's the Rich Dick Podcast. Jeremy White. I'm a little loopy still, even though I'm over the no flu. shit. Jesus. Yeah. Hey, welcome back, folks. Uh, yeah, we're over here at El Rio Grande, 8334 Airline Highway, just north of Florida, across from Frank's. I'm your host, Jeremy White. I'm the best margarita I love to talk your lip with. Mm-hmm. But let's, let's fight. I don't want to. We got original trio here, or at least we were planning on it. And all of a sudden. original trio. We were, we were getting, it's the original quad, quad? Quattro. Quattro. Uh, yeah, it's a Mexican restaurant. I'm Sonny. Nobody gives a fuck That's about Sonny. me. I'm Nick, Nick Moore from Dork Podcast, and we're getting ready. And to here, leave. a shadow out of time. The yeah. one, the only. I got it. I got Jeremy it. Jacobs. It is me, the Night Prince. Jay Jingles. What's happening? Night Prince. You Night The dude. Night Prince. My motherfucker. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're just sitting at the bar shooting the shit, and all of a sudden, this person is approaching the door, and Nick's like, holy shit. It was Sonny. Oh, I was going to say, if by Nick Moore you mean Sonny Weathers. It was Sonny. I saw a man get out of the car, and I went, motherfucker, is that goddamn Jermaine Jingles walking in this fucking place? And I thought he was having like an acid flashback or something. Yeah. Like, There's no way that's about to happen. No and way. I turn, and there he is. Holy crap. It's and, Jermaine Jingles. And he's the only one here at the table not drinking. Yeah. Not drinking. He is drinking. Uh, we, no, I mean, it's, a, it's an ultra. Don't, a Michelob Ultra almost counts as that well drinking. Count. Yeah, the rest of us are tequila or margaritas. Yeah, I was gonna say we can't all be degenerates. I'm glad that yeah. somebody here is responsible. Yeah. So we, it's been holy crap since July since we've had yeah. Jermaine on the podcast because we did that special one after yeah. everything going on. Uh, we had uh, Jermaine and, and Mike. Yeah. So what have you been up to? Just getting fat and living life, Bo. Getting fat and living life. I, I don't like that you ain't fucking invited Jermaine on. Other than Alton Sterling, like that's some bullshit. Well, he's a working man. He's a very he's a busy, busy guy, and it's it's hard for him to make it. And he just pops in, just out of the blue, and so just hey. Jermaine Jingles over there selling CDs at three in the morning. Just three Ds, not heroin. Just three D. Just three. <laughs> I'm on vacation, man. That's, I'm on vacation. You know, I step in when I'm on vacation. So you're on va- on vacation all week. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Jesus. We're not gonna say where he works, but. Uh, he it's, works. It's, it's a hard. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. I was gonna say I've been on this podcast for like three hundred episodes. And you ain't never said where I work. You said it mm-hmm. once, and I made you edit it out. Yeah, we tried to leave work out of it, <coughs> and usually spouses, uh, except a couple of people talk. They're they're fine with that. So 
Uh, well, I just I just waited like ten minutes in because I know by then she's turned it off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, anything y'all want to talk about? I've tossed out a couple of subjects that we can talk about later. Or anything on the top? I of didn't your read mind, anything you've of... sent me. No, no. Well, let's. Why don't you know? Why don't we talk about the, the the topic that a lot of people in town, or at least some people, have been talking about in town about the the East Baton Rouge Parish Council on Aging. Hullabaloo. I guess it qualifies as a hullabaloo. Uh, it's an utter ripoff. It's an utter <laughs> ripoff. Guy, basically, what happened to us? She got caught. <clears throat> There's a lot of shit go- that's been going on with the council on aging. They they had to pass. They 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 got a tax that passed in November that doubled their budget. Actually, more Ooh. than doubled, more than doubled their budget. I uh, barely passed fifty one to forty nine, and then there are allegations that they well, there's no oversight of how they're going to spend it. They're just, hey, we got money now, and. Uh, then there are allegations of how they got the thing passed and that they broke rules, including uh, there was a contribution from the Council on Aging, a check for $700 from the Council on Aging to the PAC, uh, support our seniors' PAC, supporting the um, the, PAC, the, the tax. And, it's $700. Uh, 700, but still, you, don't, you can't use public funds to okay. sway an election. So I understand. <clears throat> I understand but, you can't do that. But they were payroll deductions because it was employees who were volun- who were donating. It's just they took it out before they actually paid it to them. I was going to say, I, I understand that, that they shouldn't do that. But if it's an amount of money that I could have donated, it probably ain't a fucking yeah. crime. They, they apologize for it, and I'll give it to Okay, yeah, these were, these were donations from employees at the Council on Aging. Like, like they should have waited till after they got paid and then pay it out of their own checkbook, but still. So it's clean, like, yeah. yeah. Like, if I had donated that much, I probably could have still made my house note that next month. It would have been closed, but, you know, mm-hmm. I probably... Well, I, I couldn't have gone out to dinner. The other I, th- I might not have had cable. Mm-hmm. Probably had to go down the gym beam. I'd have probably, I'd have probably had to bum a couple rides to work. But if I could have, like, without too much suffering, given up that much money to them, mm-hmm. it probably ain't a fucking crime. The other thing, and they still haven't addressed it, is that uh, one of their guys, uh, Corey Williams, their developer of uh, develop, their director of development, put out an email soliciting candidates, other candidates, to pony up, support the cause for the tax proposal in exchange for uh, being put on the Support Our Seniors PAC ballot. Well, uh, they still haven't you just, accounted You're just trying that. to tie yourself to shit that you think yeah. is good. Yeah. What, what politician doesn't want to be tied to, hey, I'm trying to help old people? Double thumbs up. Yeah. Who again, how, do, how do you have budget problems in the Council on Aging? It's literally a council which time itself will handle all the yeah, problems. Pretty much. Just wait. What are you going to buy? Home? Yarn and bingo cards? Well, no, because they uh, they had a bingo. How many hall. Werthers do you fucking need? So they they opened up a bingo hall. They bought a building <laughs> and they they dropped over two hundred thousand dollars into it. <laughs> and they uh, they were open for an entire nine months. They lost hundreds of thousands of dollars. How do you lose money a, with a bingo? Hall? I have no fucking idea, but they managed to do it. I thought you were going to say that like all, all these senior citizens started showing up pregnant. <laughs> you gave it nine months. Every game, seventeen motherfuckers yelled bingo, and they paid them all. They just paid them all. Didn't even check the cards. This ain't lottery, motherfucker. <laughs> Again, they're seniors. It's a it's a it's were, the time of Viagra. 
They're just getting there in one big mass and turning into a big yeah. pile of moist elephant skin rugs and saying they're playing bingo. Hang on, hang but nobody's on. buying cards. Before before I decide who side I'm on in this. Okay. We haven't even gotten to the stuff that everybody's talking the, about. Yeah, the, the big, the, the big the, story. The, 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 the part that everybody's like arguing about, uh, which, which side is Gary Chambers on? Oh, oh. See, that's what surprises me is how many people like Gary Chambers and C. I just, I just need to know is Gary Chambers for whatever's happening or against it? He is pro director of East Baton Rouge Parish. Then I'm against it. Okay. If, if my all... mom was in office and Gary Chambers was like, I'm for Sonny's mom, I'd be like, well, I mean, she wasn't that good. That bitch she... grounded me twice <laughs> and beat the shit out of me several times. So here's what's going on. Um, uh, a little old lady named Helen Plummer passed away last month uh, at the age of 95 years old. She and her husband worked hard all their lives, worked for the railroad, saved money. They did pretty well for themselves. They had a couple Is it of the kids. Reading Railroad or the B&O Railroad? Uh, Pennsylvania, I want to say. Uh, Reading. Hmm? The Reading Railroad. That's how like, you pronounce it? Like, like Otis? <laughs> so, uh, she passes Monopoly. away. She... <laughs> She, I was explaining for the idiots at home. <laughs> and to myself. She, uh, she passes away. Now, she had been a client at the what was Council the other, I'm sorry, what was the other railroad? On the four of Pennsylvania. Reading. Reading. B&O. B&O. Reading. Reading Railroad. No, and no, there was only, there was only Reading. There was only Reading and B&O in Pennsylvania. Short line? And, oh, Short Line. There was it go. Short Line? Yeah. Hey, I remember the railroads. Uh, so she uh, she died last month, and her, she, on her deathbed, How'd she, she died. Old age? Flipped her vet. <laughs> no, it's 2017. It was an opioid overdose. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Heroin. She, uh, she told her family that uh, on her deathbed that she had no will. And uh, so. Live. Yeah. She, uh, <laughs> so as they're grieving. Their 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 dearly departed uh, mother, grandmother, great grandmother, whomever, uh, the relation w- was to them. Burden. They get a call. <laughs> the word you're looking for from uh, Tasha Clark Amar, who is the executive director of the Council on Aging, aka Helpy Helperton. She happens to be the daughter of Nineteenth Judicial District Court Judge Janice Clark. So I don't know who that is either. She's been on the bench for a while. She's still waiting to start. Um, bench warmer. Yeah. She she calls the family and says, "Yes, this is Tasha Clark Amar. I'm the executrix of your grandmother's estate." Yeah, entirely in toto. And by the way, she's not leaving anything to you. No, it's all going to uh, one of her grandkids, and it won't be given to him. Until he's 30. Until that point, as the executor, I will be paid how much, Jeremy? $500 a month for this service. Until the child is 30. How old is the child now, The child was born in 2008. So you're looking at 20 years of being paid $500 a month to just be the executor of a a trust for uh, the estate of an old lady that you didn't know two years ago. For the next 20 years, that's $120,000. It's, it's not even keeping a car in your garage for now somebody else. The normal, the normal fee is like 
according to an attorney they they interviewed for the advocate article, you're looking at seven or eight thousand dollars normally to be to be paid as the executor of a of a trust such such as this. This bitch is going to get paid one hundred twenty thousand dollars, and wait, the wait, family's wait. never even heard of her before last hang month. Hang on, hang on. So she's going to get one hundred twenty thousand dollars between now and the time the kid's thirty. Right. How much is this fucking estate worth? There is over th- just over three hundred thousand dollars in liquid assets, not including the two houses. Now, one of the houses is on Flannery. There's already a for sale sign there. The other house is in New Orleans, and that's where the daughter, the 68-year-old daughter, lives, has been living for 13 years. And they're worried that Clark Amar is going to get kicked out of her home, and that's going to be sold. Now, to be if fair... If your daughter's 68, she ought to have her own shit together by now and shouldn't still be planning on a fucking inheritance. Now, now at the, at, as of now, mm-hmm. uh, she has said that she wants to be removed... Oh, the will. Oh, really? So, as the executor hey, of the will. Hey, fuck you. Look, if I'm 92 and somebody wants to fucking be nice to me and fucking try and suck up to me for two years and my fucking shitty kids aren't doing shit for me. It wasn't even two years because the will, was in, the will was drafted in July of last year, so it was about a year. How about this? If I'm fucking 94 and you want to be nice to me for six months and my shitty kids aren't coming around enough to notice it in six months and I got $300,000 worth of shit laying around... Fuck my shitty... That's why I don't have kids. See, that's the thing. We don't know how shitty the Fuck kids her are. shitty kids. We don't know how shitty the family is. Maybe they are oh, shitty, maybe oh, they're not. Oh, let me ask you this. Her her shitty kids between July of last year and just now so didn't fucking you're, you're, notice? Fuck this. So all of a sudden I'm back you're on, on Gary Chambers' side. You're on Gary Chambers' side. <laughs> Fuck that. So I'm not even on Gary Chambers' side. I'm on the side of, hey, how about you not treat your fucking grandma like shit, asshole? Won't you visit your family, you cocksuckers? She may have been a total cunt, though. Even if, even if, okay, how about this? Grandma's an asshole. I got a shot at three hundred thousand. You know what I can put up with three for three hundred thousand dollars? A bunch of assholes. Yeah, problem is though, she's at that point she's a nonagenarian. So that you're like, I don't know how long she's going to be around. Like I can, I could, like for instance, a if years, everything co- goes wrong, a the longest years. she could be around if if she's ninety four uh-huh. and the oldest person in the world is one hundred and fourteen. Unless she's setting records, this bitch is going to be around for eight years. I could be nice for eight years. You think, oh, shit, I've been nice longer than that. Dude, my oldest cat hit a point where I was just like, you know what? I'm going to start giving her soft food. I'm going to be nice because she's going to be dead in a year. That was like four years ago. And this thing has not fucking died. They're just opening one can Look, of food a day. Hey, hey, I've been nice to already done since with I was 20 and I'm almost That cat 40. is an asshole. <laughs> Go ahead, I have Jermaine. one question to ask. Yes. How many people at this table have kids? None. Not me. Just you. Just you. Okay. From a person who has kids' perspective is, you got to leave the kids something. I don't care how bad you were or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Got to leave them something. Gotta leave, if, even if it's a bag of peanuts, you got to leave them something. She you might have left them a bag of peanuts, but I wouldn't fuck it if, if it was but been the question, two years and they ain't but visiting the question, me. But the question but you is, can have a bag of peanuts. The question you is, but the question of this is, like you said, she might not have been the nicest person. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what. What she's done, uh, what they did up until that two years point, because families are families are, we, as we all four know, families are fucked up. You know what I mean? Everybody's family, rule. yeah. Every, every all families are fucked up. Now, I'm the kid my parents like, so I'm good either way. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so this is what I'm saying. Listen. 
think she tried to make a power move and she and it bit her in the ass and she thought the people was dumb? Yes. You know what I mean? Hey, you got a kid that's what? I don't know what, 11, 9, nine. nine years old. You got a couple of dollars, you know. Get the eight, nine thousand dollars and roll with it. Don't know what she, you know, we don't know if it's her plan or, you know, maybe she was That's giving the, the woman an extra tapio pudding like this, or something. No, is what it looks like is that this chick stepped in and was like, hey, no, she totally made me the executor before she I'm, died. I'm, and I'm being nice and guessing what it like, looks like. Remember the, when Superman Returns? Where, like, Lex Luthor at the beginning, he's got that old lady that he's been fucking for, like, a year. He gets her to sign her will, like, right as she's talking about all the pleasure she gave him in her last months of life. Is this, and is he, this like, Gene grabs, Hackman, Lex? He, no, no. This is uh, Kevin Spacey. Okay. He, like, grabs her hand, like, forces her to write it, and then she dies, like, right as she's going out. Like, th- this that's the scenario that I think is... First of all, I didn't on. see the movie, so I don't know maybe, what you're talking Maybe about. a kid should have been around. around. <laughs> pretty good. Maybe a kid should have been around. <laughs> Just <laughs> grab that hand. If I'm on my <laughs> deathbed... You know, seen like I don't know what the last X Men movie. I'm not really big on it, but I'm, if you say so, we good. How no, about Superman this? Returns is like a late '90s, early 2000s. What was that? Brandon Routh as Superman. 06, 03? Was it that that one? 06. Yeah. If you're talking about Kevin Spacey in in yeah. fucking '98, '99, you talking about Kevin Spacey? You talking about fucking like uh, him as him as uh, a I'll wide open shit? The, I'll, I'll search for it on a Cody box. Yeah. I'll look for it in that theater that I legitimately yeah. use. But look, if I'm fucking 94 and my kids don't want to fucking... 94 what? See, we don't, we don't know how often the family visited because here's the thing. The only time the old lady had interaction with Clark Amar was when she went to the Council on Aging on Florida Boulevard. And they go there every day. Yeah, yeah they go visit there. They get the it's shuttle. Like, it's, yeah, it's like yeah. Being, being around people they go, your own age. It's like being around people your own age. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Your fucking kid is 68 in New Orleans. You think she's coming up here on a regular basis? Fuck no, she ain't. But they got the two grandkids that do live here in town. We don't know. It's not like it's 500 hours away. We don't oh, know. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. Sonny's that's just right. assuming it's a that's total right. dysfunctional that's family, and no, no, Clark Amar is the hero to come no, in and no, save no, no, the whole no. damn thing. He has no kids. I understand. No, 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 no. no. That, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> she got kids. She got grandkids and great-grandkids in Baton Rouge. Because, you know, I'm sure her... 40-year-old grandkids and 20-year-old great-grandkids, they probably love hanging out with Dona at 94. Who doesn't love hanging out with a fucking 94-year-old? Hmm? My 83-year-old grandmother died last right year. Yeah, he's kind of fucked up on what's going on right now. Like his shirt, though. Anyway. Of course you do. You're fucking 60. <laughs> <laughs> Eat a dick <laughs> with mustard on it because it's true. <laughs> keep, it, keep, keep living, you young fucker. <laughs> anyway, oh man, I love being around my grandmother. You know why? Even when she was having Alzheimer's, she was it was fun, you know what I mean? And she's grandma, you know what I mean? You think about all of you think about. Okay, you, I think about all the you good are time. age though. I'm talking about these young motherfuckers that don't <laughs> they don't give a shit about people their own age. Okay, I give you that one, but I'm talking about the daughter that's 68. You know what I'm saying? She's probably crazy too. <laughs> okay, I give you that one too. <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe the grandkids is all right. The great grandkids are assholes. Like the shirt. The great grandkids are assholes. She's an asshole. 
But the grandkids are probably cool. No, I'm guessing they're all assholes. It doesn't matter. What it comes down to is, and did I'm this, sorry, did this just... chick insert herself in as right. the executor just for the cash? Yeah. Is it legitimate? And, is and it I'm ethical? guessing since she's stepping down now, it's not. Because you yeah. don't step down from something that you're legitimately right. in charge of. And the thing just is, she's, r- she's running a quasi-government agency. She's the executive director. Quasi-government. No, it's, it's not a real guy. It's, it's somewhere in that gray area. I got that same shirt. <laughs> I didn't even look at this shirt back at the same shit. What size is it? Medium? Fuck. <laughs> look, I went I looked because it was literally it was on my fucking Facebook this day in history. Uh there's a picture of me fucking three years ago wearing a shirt like that. There was a uh, an XL and the buttons were straining like I was the Hulk getting angry because my fucking fat fat face shit was fucking it all up. And then there's a picture of me last year wearing that shirt in a medium. And it looked good-ish. Looked good-ish. Hold up. I have one better than that. I recently bought a shirt and didn't realize it was a slim fit. And put it on, and the fucking buttons were, like, screaming, oh, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like I had fat meat coming out the holes, the button holes. Look, I, I'm fucking with you, because Allison, somebody that lives with me, was like... You need to start buying clothes that fit and set all this baggy shit since you lost weight. So I bought a bunch of polo shirts, and they were fucking athletic fit. And I didn't realize that athletic fit means, like, it looks okay. Like, it fits, it's tight on my chest. It ain't tight on my gut, which is the opposite of how everything used to be. But the problem with fucking, if you buy anything that fits you the way it should nowadays, like, the sleeves fucking come, like, just like a quarter inch past my shoulder and I'm like this is the shit I used to make fun of as motherfuckers wearing these short tiny ass sleeve shirts affliction shirts dude like every I got fucking 17 polo shirts that all just barely come past my shoulder bowls right there I'm like come on man I got armpit hair hanging out of this fucking thing you know what my dream is you know they have XL large casual for men I wish they had XL what short what is that just a fucking blanket what do you mean XL large casual fit for it's, men. It's, 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 it's casual fit is just in the fucking it's normal. A, it's a, yeah. Okay, it's a big man shop. Yeah. It's for big and tall. They need to they need to make big and fucking hush. Short. Or it's a short. shirt that comes with a belt. Big and short. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like every like I had a I, I, like my friend. I had a friend. He lost weight. My boy, right? You know what I'm saying. I'm I don't know if y'all remember Eddie. Anyway, he lost a lot oh. of weight before he lost weight. He was like, you know, hey man, won't you come to the the store and shop with me and I would go in there and put a shirt on and look like a fucking a fucking shirt that a linebacker would have on I would have any shoulder pads in and I'm in this motherfucker like swallowed up like I can't wear this oh you look good uh, it's a short sleeve shirt and I gotta roll it up around my my wrist yeah I can't wear this that's, that's the shit I, look look <laughs> I, I'd like to that's the shit I wanna I just I just wanna, Dude, if I got wandering around like one of those Saudi businessmen on the weekend in Dubai with just a big flow and get up all the time, I would totally do it. Oh, that looks so fucking so comfortable. Easy. Yeah. You can break wind and it just you can Look. break wind in that. You know what? If, I want to move to if, Africa just so I can wear dashiki. I put it this way. You can do that here. If you can I get could, looks. If I could wear one of those things and not be deported, I probably would. <laughs> I saw I'm fucking I just I just I just wanna open up a store called Shit that fits motherfuckers the way we want it to. 
But it didn't look good on a business card. Like you'd have to have like a really big business. All card it is, for that. all it is, is a bunch of sheets with a hole cut in the center, and that's you drape, it. You drape it over somebody's head, and then you staple it underneath their arms. Good to go. That's it. Like Why can't we wear that shit? Well, you, except for the staples. No. Look, I so wonder I, do they have bottoms on under that? I wouldn't. Me neither. Why bother? It's like judges. Like judges. So many judges don't wear fucking pants because they're like, I got the robot. They take it off, and underneath it's just boxers, and then a gun strapped to their hip. So, so I'm going commando. I'm, I'm going to show Nick and Jermaine this fucking picture. This, this okay. is me in, like, my old Columbia fishing shirt, like, with the shit, like, stretching and fucking ripping my neck up. And then hey. it's, like, me not 300 pounds trying to fit into a fucking normal person <laughs> shirt. You look like you ate you. <laughs> yeah. You look like the Pil- Pillsbury Doughboy after he got baked and then before he got you baked. Look like, you that, look like you about to drape yourself in chocolate stuff. That, that fucking before picture looks like a bowling ball in a shirt so, full of bowling balls. Yeah, and what size was that? That's, that, that was a... Okay, so you so Columbia shirts normally run about a size and a half big because mm. it's a fishing shirt. They're made, right. they made for fat bastards right. it's, fish. It's, yeah. They call it a sport. The Columbia shirts are the best fat man shirts ever. So that's me in an XL, like which would be like a 2.5 XL in a normal yeah. shirt. And Sonny's got wrinkles. And that, yeah, and that's me <laughs> stretching that bitch to the limit. And then the other picture is me a year later in like a normal size shirt. When I look at that, sh- when I look at that picture, I smell hot dogs. <laughs> you should brats. You should you smell, smell fucking brats. You should smell <clears throat> hot dogs and shame. Where's the mustard? <laughs> That shit was in my pocket. I carried it with me. Oh, man, I fucking miss you guys, man. Just I fucking miss fucking you guys. Every t- and, and some people are like, oh, I miss Fat Sonny. He was fun. Oh, you know who don't miss Fat Sonny? The motherfucker that wanted to cut his throat every day because he hated being fucking Fat Sonny. Yeah, everybody was like, oh, Fat Sonny was so fun. Yeah, Fat Sonny was so fun because he wanted to cut his throat and he was just trying to stop from hey, doing it. Can I tell you a story? I worked yeah. with this guy named Dwayne. Dwayne Desitel. Dwayne Wayne? Did he have little pop-up glasses? Nah, I'll tell you some story off. Carol's books and saddlebags? I can tell you some stuff off off the mic about Dwayne. He's a cool dude. He's boy Ron. (laughs) So, Dwayne basically tells me, I don't know, once or twice a month about Sonny. Like, he he actually see you once or twice a month. Me? Yeah, he tells me, like, hey, man, you know, Sonny was sick. Like, uh, what, he got cancer? Nah, man, he had the flu. Oh, okay. Is he friends with me on Facebook? Fuck if I know. All I know is you're his dude in a non-sexual kind of way. You know what I'm saying? If he wants to be my dude in a sexual way, sign me up. If he fucking knows this much about me, sign me up. Too much information. I mean, I'm going to be the man in the relationship. He's going to have to take it. I'm at that age right now. Well, that doesn't kind (laughs) of, I can kind of see that. Hold hold your balls because I don't want to hit my thighs. (laughs) Well, anyway. I'm just just want to let you know that, man. It's I cool. apologize, it's cool. Dwayne. I'm, so I just had to tell you that, man. I just had because it's, it's in the it's in the back of my mind, but I had to Shit, tell you. Yeah. Like he really, he really. Hey, man, did Sonny really lose all that weight? And I'm like, fuck, I don't know. I ain't seen Sonny in about eight nine months. But you know I don't saying? know who fucking Dwayne is, but I want to fucking hang out with him. Dwayne, uh, come up here to say this. They call him the Cajun Tickler. The what? The Cajun Tickler. The Cajun Tickler. Yes. I think my old lady got one of those. <laughs> Not because of that reason. He, oh. It's like a French tickler, he, except a, the little nubs he, are crawfish he a, claws. He has a kennel, and he artificially assimilates the dogs. Shit, yeah. With long black gloves. Hmm. And his dick. 
And soft music. Does, does, does he wear the big hat and the big purple gloves and he comes out to the Undertaker music? <laughs> <laughs> he got that big purple striped tie like old school Undertaker. Hey, Dwayne. Series now. Dwayne. I'm finna drop a disclaimer. I was just doing a shout out, bro. Not responsible for this. Hey, fuck that. I love this dude. I ain't never even met him, never heard of him. I love this dude. Come, come tickle uh, Sonny's Cajun. He's. Did I tell you about the dude on the cruise ship and the fucking hairy chest contest? Did we talk about that on here? Oh, God. By so, all means. Okay, so. Well, first of all, tell Jermaine about the, the tattoo that you saw. Well, I'll, I'll lead into that, too, because okay. one of the guys at work was asking me about that, too. Okay. Uh, so, on every Carnival cruise ship you ever go on, at some point on the cruise ship, they're going to do the hairy chest contest. And it's normally... It's a classy affair. Yeah. Normally, it's going to be like fucking three or four dudes that have like hairy chest. Like me? It's yeah. Like, 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 I, like, like would I, could I compete? You could compete. I could compete. Okay. And then there's like a couple dudes that have like big crazy beards and like back hair and they'll get in it. But then there's also like some hard body motherfuckers. Oh. And what's shitty is like... This so, usually happens right after the wine tasting. Yeah. What's shitty is like sometimes them hard body dudes will and win the art, and the art auction because yeah. like because like they got abs and shit and the women are just losing <clears> their <throat> minds so that dude will win. Oh yeah. But on the last cruise we were on, talking to the mic, sorry. On the last cruise we were on, this motherfucker like he he signs up for the hairy chest contest and comes out there, and this isn't even like the first day of the cruise. This is this is like we left on a Sunday. I got it. Fuck I got you, it. man. I got this shit. Nick, I don't know if you know this. I'm a goddamn broadcast professional. Okay, Continue. I've been talking right Continue, here the Mr. whole Pro. time. So <laughs> this motherfucker comes out there. This is Thursday. We left on Sunday. So he's been waiting and biding his time for this to sign up for this hairy chest contest. He comes out, skinny white dude. Oh shit! In a speedo. No. And fucking, he got he got the white swamp boots, <laughs> the shrimp boots, shrimp boots, the Cajun Air Force One. Yes, the Cajun Air Force. And so, like, we're all like, everybody, of course, is fucking losing their mind. And then I was like, wait a minute, this motherfucker, like, he didn't get those yesterday when we were at Grand Cayman. No, he brought them. He brought. He These brought, fucking white shrimp boots in that speedo for this exact moment. <laughs> Maybe he thought they were going to be like dropping a trawl and he's going to be separating shrimp or something like that. I was so impressed that he fucking brought shrimping boots. <laughs> like, fuck a speedo. Like, there's some motherfuckers there from Denmark who just wear that shit because they're like, we're from Denmark. This is what we do. Right. He fucking brought them shrimp boots and I was like, God damn it. He forfeited something in his suitcase. <laughs> Probably like medication to bring these fucking shrimp boots in. Holy shit. Finished third. Wow. Hurt my heart. Oh, Hurt my shit. heart. This that's was one of the few shit. times where like the really hairy motherfucker won. Oh. Because like they picked three women judges and like, I need an old lady. And they're like, I need a grandma. And so, so there's always some old lady with, like, her titties hanging out who's like, fuck yeah, sign me up. And they're like, I need a newlywed. And they're like, we just need, like, a third bitch up here. <laughs> and they're like, you random hoe, come on up. But this dude had, like, he had, like, the old school biker beard, like, all the way down to his dick beard. But you couldn't even see where his beard was because he had white chest hair and white back hair and white. It looked like he was wearing a sweater and a ski mask. 
<laughs> but it was just his beard and his chest and back hair. And whenever, like, he would go up to the judges, like, he's on this woman. She's like, I'm the grandma, who was the hottest of all of them. And he's fucking dropping down on her. He's, like, got her legs, holding them up like he's fucking eating around on the thing. And what? So, yeah, so he fucking won. He fucking deserved it. The, the fucking dude in the shrimp boots was just like, bitch, I got shrimp boots. And he's like, that dude got shrimp breath. He gonna win. <laughs> I just want to throw up in my mouth because of that story. The end of it. Just... <laughs> So, so, so the other story, real quick. There was a motherfucker on his cruise ship, and uh, he was from Georgia. And somebody asked me, like, do you think he was racist? I was like, look, I don't want to stereotype people, but based solely on his accent, he was a member of the Klan. If you're like, hey, y'all, how y'all doing today? Like, you don't like black people. You just don't. He had a big-ass rebel flag tattoo on his arm, and he had a black panther jumping through it. And I was like, I don't think it's because... Conflicting signals. That's what I said. I don't think it was like in Full Metal Jacket when he had Born to Kill in the Peace sign mm-hmm. on his helmet. I think he was just like, you know what's fucking awesome? This rebel flag. You know what else is awesome? Fucking panther. I, I bet you it'd be awesome if I had a panther on my flag. Panther flag. Fuck black people. Like, I could just picture him in a tattoo parlor saying all this shit. <laughs> and once I heard his voice, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I was right about this guy. <laughs> like, the kind, like the kind of dude that's like... You know what? I'm going to make myself on them Tinder profiles. I got to get a nickname. Let's see. Um, well, you know what? I like leather. And uh, I like when ladies call me daddy. I'm going to put down leather daddy. That's me. That's him. That's down. his dude. He, he, no sense of irony. I wanted to be like, you get that that's like, everything's wrong and that's ironic, right? He'd be like, you fucking get away from me with your $10 words, motherfucker. You and your, you and your fucking middle school. You guys, you got like a whole words. matter, anti-matter thing going yeah. on. It's like, I'm surprised the universe didn't explode when you got that tattoo. I just, I just like to be welcome in all circles. And so I can explain this a, a variety of ways. But no, he would have never have done that. Jermaine thoughts. You really want my thoughts? I ain't never left this motherfucker speechless. That right there basically is where you can just drop the mic on it because that <laughs> fucked me up. You know what I mean? I'm just fucked up. I mean, he had a. I can see the rebel flag. How do you think it. I felt? But then you have a panther just ripping through the motherfucker. How do you like, think I felt? Like, 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 is he mixed? Like, I, does he have black? In him and white in him, like, dude. I had like, so many <clears throat> questions. Like, like, was you confused? I'm like, I'm like, okay. I just recently found out that I got black folks in my in my in my. I went to genealogy and I found I got black folks in me. It's like that ancestry.com. That motherfucker thought he was Irish, but it turned out he was German. <laughs> I turned in my kilt for a later hosen. I'm like, oh, really? It's like a dude's like, I, I feel like I feel like uh, black people should be in power, but I also want to reserve the right to resent them for it. Because I'm just not a fan of people in power as a whole. So I need something that expresses that on my left arm. Look, if I had thought it was anything other than like, Black Panthers are my favorite fireworks, and the rebel flag is awesome, I'd have asked them about it. But literally, like, I'm just based on, like, I I wish we had a video element to this podcast. But I just want to be like, when I have it. Wait a minute, wait, just, ah. any fucking, in any way I tried to like broach the subject to him, I was just like, this isn't going to fucking like, I don't want to hit this motherfucker on a cruise ship. I don't. And no matter how I ask him, he, like, even if I had just said, excuse me, sir, that tattoo, it would have fucking ended in a fist fight with me and him because, because like this, like 
by the time by the time I was willing to ask him, it was like the fourth day, and I was like, "All right, so this guy's most expensive article of clothing is his wife beater without holes in it." Uh, and he's from Georgia, uh, Georgia or Alabama or somewhere. That's I, timely. Can but I just say the, the play I'm I'm rehearsing right now? I play a redneck from Georgia who's in the Klan. Like I understand. Wait, 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 like, wait, 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 wait. What did you just say? I'm in the play that I'm rehearsing right now. I play a redneck from Georgia who's in the clan. I'm like a grand wizard. It's called so the like, foreigner. At the end of it, I come out in like full on robes. So it's the first play I've been in where everybody's like, no pictures. Where he wore Don't his home suit. Of, I brought my own. Yeah, the one just bring stuff you got in the closet. Can I, I like, just can I just say something? What's that? Where 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 is this going to be? I mean, where Theater Baton Rouge. It's a comedy. Wow, that even makes it better. That makes yeah. it better. Are you I'm the bad guy, in case you couldn't guess. Yeah, pretty much. That's what makes it a comedy in Louisiana. Yes. <laughs> See, traditionally, a comedy <laughs> takes people and switches their roles. It's a you know farce. I want to say this. I think I would have bought the guy a drink and said, Assalamu alaikum, and just walked the fuck off. Look, I'm telling you, and see his reaction from afar. Look, I saw this dude. What did he say? A free drink in like Nigerian. I don't know. I saw this dude. I saw him what every day. What did he day. say? He doesn't like white women. I saw this dude every day, and he was in like the Hanes, you know, the ribbed white uh, A-frame shirts, you know, like like you bought like the, the seven-pack. It was a seven-day cruise, so I'm assuming he just bought the seven-pack of the ribbed white A-frame Hanes shirts from Walmart. Like that dude doesn't get the irony of his tattoo. He doesn't fucking understand. Like he can was I say just something? like, oh, yeah. can I say something? He won. He won that trip, man. Yeah. He won that trip on a country music station. Oh yeah. In Georgia, Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm Somebody was he like, hey, for that shit. You know hey, that, call right? in and tell us the funniest joke you ever heard. And he was like, okay. Obama was president for eight years, and they, they all fucking broke Forgot up laughing and, and gave him a free cruise. Funny. Come on down. Oh yeah, it had to be something like that. Like, I just I want every time I saw him. At one point, I was close to asking him, and Allison was like, "Just fucking stop." Can I ask you a question? Was his name Cletus? I'm assuming. <laughs> look, look. I don't want to say he was a product of like an aunt and an uncle, or like a cousin and a niece, but somehow, like. He, I don't the I don't, blood the bloodline kind of I, I don't want to disparage people around right but he was the product of a father fucking a daughter <laughs> I mean no offense by that <laughs> but somehow like the the coupling that p- created Not him shitting on Jeremy's patrimony yeah, here but no. the coupling that created him should have landed someone in prison <laughs> <laughs> or at least on a creepy porn site uh, by in the, the way, best circumstances by, both by, by the yes. way. Uh, that's mainstream porn now. Nah. Incest is a mainstream thing. No. Now. Yeah. No. I found that out on Pornhub recently. Mm. You just typed in Jermaine's favorite porn. <laughs> Actually, you know what you know what my favorite porn is now? I, I just like the machine, bro. The machine? Yes, the guys oh, yeah. with the machine. They just, you know, they got a drill in the, the machine. The guys with the machine? Yeah. Are the dudes that like lay down on the table and put their legs up in the air and then no, that little no, no, that, like that motorized dildo? They run a machine on a woman. They, oh, I thought you like. It's either like the hand crank or they got the little pulley machine. Nah, these dudes have the Sibian. They have like drills. But see, my only problem with the drill is like if that if that thing breaks, like you could seriously injure that woman. Well, actually, they, they have they, they actually have the tools now. I can't believe I actually looked it up. And it just, you know, like it's it's an attachment. 
Yes. And it just wiggled around. I like it where they got that shit that looks like a, like an 1874 bicycle. Yeah, and he's pounding her pussy. And all of a sudden, you just hear the mother going, itch, itch, itch. The steam puffing out of it. I'm like, what the fuck? And I stumbled across it. I need hat. You know, I stumbled across it. You know, I used to like the the, the regular porn, but when I saw it, I was like, what the fuck? And it's so funny because the woman is like, the, the expression is just like, yeah. I can't believe I'm doing this shit. Yeah. And the whole time I'm drinking my Crown Royal, I'm like, I can't believe I'm watching this shit, but it's interesting. Like it's TV with a drink in your hand? Basically, it's must-see TV. It's, it's, it's like 1993 ABC Friday night. Pretty you got Full House. Perfect you got, Strangers. You got Perfect Strangers, and then you got Bitch Getting Fucked with a Machine. <laughs> in no particular order. Yeah. And on top of that, what really makes it awesome is when you get a squirter. Mm. And she's just, and it's just all over the place. And the guy has goggles on, and he's just like he's just going away. See, I want I want Patrick Duffy doing that to Stacey Keenan on uh on the show where it was Patrick Duffy and Suzanne Summers. They had the, <laughs> the fucking the nineties Brady Bunch. What the fuck was that show? I want to say just the ten of us, but oh, just the step ten by of us. Step. step by step, Dave, <laughs> with the fucking roller coaster. Step by step, day by day, yeah, fresh yeah. start over at every time. Okay, I know the whole fucking song, but I couldn't think of the name of the shitty show. Step by step is him. The first lines of the fucking song are literally pedals, step by step. Him sitting on the pedals of that fucking bike, fucking his stepdaughter with a machine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I realized <laughs> that I'm a fucking creep. Nah, I've been through that, but. They haven't done a um what they call it when they do like pornos of like movies and sitcoms. parodies. Parody. They haven't did a parody of that one. I haven't seen that one. Step by step, yeah, they they have. I wish they got they that did. one. I haven't seen it, but it's there. I, I need can to guarantee find it. you. That's rule thirty four, man. If it exists, there is porn of it. Well, I, you know, I, I recently found like they, they have they have the uh I know they the, have the Donald Trump one now. They have multiple Donald Trump. Ones. I didn't even know well, it. Well, I was going to say they told me about it. As so, I, I can't say for they have sure. Him with Melania, they have him with uh, freaking uh, uh, oh, what's the chick, the Alaska Sarah Palin. They like uh, there's there's a whole series of nail and well, Palin. I've ones, seen like, Obama nail and Palin. So I can't that. I can't say for sure if there is a step by step. He cameoed himself in that. But <laughs> like he's like, why not? But I do know that there are naked pictures of uh, Suzanne Summers. Yeah, she was in Playboy. But there are not naked pictures of Stacey Keenan or Christine Lakin, who was the, she was like the tomboy, the youngest daughter, or whatever the fuck, the older snobby daughter who was like, oh my God, I'm rich. Uh, there's no naked pictures of any of the daughters from that show. Speaking of pictures. Thanks, Sonny. No, no, give that look, a moment look, to realize just, how fucking just, weird a comment. I just, just want to tell I, y'all. That's why I was I just want to tell y'all that. Confirmed and laid out hey, on tape. Hey, I'm, just like this. I'm not saying I fucking looked it up yesterday, but in the okay, early two days, <laughs> two days ago. In the early days of the internet, whenever I would have been jacking to those Back girls when she was 15. When I was 15, motherfucker. <laughs> the internet doesn't care. Speaking yeah. of which, that could yeah, actually bring us to what we... We're all 40 now, motherfucker. They might brings, have the pictures now. They don't, but Jeremy, they might. that brings us to what I you actually brought us on week, here to fucking talk about. I could have. Like, you, brought, you, you asked me to come on specifically so we could talk about one specific thing, which was the FCC rolling back privacy oh, rules yeah. on ISPs collecting oh, your data. I'll go ahead and say right now... Uh, if I was doing anything illegal on the internet, I'd have a VPN covering it, so I don't give a fuck what they do. Sell my shit. Google knows it. Facebook knows it. Fuck it. I don't care. Yeah, we're talking about the decision that was passed by the Senate, passed by the House, and the, and Trump just signed it like a couple yeah, of days push, ago. Yeah, push across by uh, FCC right. chairman and uh, perennial smirking dickhole Ajit Pai, who was like, hey, 
that's we're going to go ahead and let the ISP just sell your data. That's a fucking money. Everything, that's all a fucking money grab. All that shit is money grab. Yeah, yeah, it's all it's a fucking money grab. Get, you, you know what? You know what's going to happen? Just Google VPN, folks. You know, just Google you, VPN. You know, you know what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen? It's going to throttle every fucking thing and make you pay through the fucking nose. This is what's going to happen. Why do you care if they, like, Google knows what you search and they sell that shit? Yeah, but yeah. everybody's going to know. I don't. Uh, they're like, not though. They're, what they're doing is I can Google something or look up something on Amazon and then refresh my Facebook page and there's a fucking ad for whatever it was I just looked yeah. up. But if you're looking for if you're looking for small baby dicks and you are a senator, they know you good. I want motherfuckers dicks. to know if you're a senator looking up small baby dicks. If I look up small baby dicks, I want people to know that. I don't give a fuck if Listen, people are like, oh, he was looking up. If I decide to run for mayor of Bad Rio, I like to watch machine but, but porn. That's, that's not that's not how it works, though. It's going to be like mass. Like it's it's going to be the data of demographics. If they want to look at like just what you did, that while it, I mean, technically it's feasible, but that's not the way it's going to go. Basically, they're going to sell chunks of data on demographics, which is what they want. Which is what advertisers want to buy. These companies want to buy. Yeah. Because uh, it saves them a shitload of money on advertising, which is what it's all going to. All this data is just going straight to companies that want to advertise to you. So while it seems like a big spooky thing where, oh, they've got all our data, they already got it, dude. They've got it right now. And anybody that really wants to look it up can, can, can do it. It's not, it's not something new. But now it's something that people can pay for. Are they really going to make better advertising, it, though? Because More it, targeted it, advertising. But here's the thing. It, you say targeted advertising. You would think that uh, people in charge of marketing, Madison Avenue, would get better at producing ads as time goes on, right? You learn more. And they have. But this, uh, is, this, is, another, this is another data stream. May, may I point you to the Kendall Jenner uh, Pepsi ad that pulled, Again, got pulled? That, that, that's not related to this. That's Pepsi being fucking idiots. Well, exactly. That's that, stupid there are, there are There are some stupid-ass people out there in charge of advertising that it doesn't matter how much you spoon-feed them data and, and targeted information. Oh, so, okay, uh, hey, were you, were you uh, living in Baton Rouge last year around, you know, summer? Yeah. Yeah. Remember the last yeah. podcast you were on? Yeah. Okay, well, Pepsi decided that would be a great opportunity to sell fucking soda. Yeah. They took um, the... Uh, when you think resistance... I have no idea what they're talking about. When, you, th- when you think resistance and, and uh, anti-authoritarianism... And voice of the people. The voice of the people. Who do you think of? Kendall Jenner, right? Kendall Jenner. Who? Kendall Jenner. Which one is... is That's that the, the, the barely legal one. The okay. brunette barely like, legal. Is the tranny? I don't fucking know. No, it's a, the way... The way, the way Pepsi. Uh, first off, the commercial is two minutes forty seconds long. Yeah, fuck all that. And it starts with like you see a guy Play, practicing pl- his uh, cello. He's practicing his cello, and then there's a dude playing guitar, and then there's this a uh, Muslim chick who's going over p- pictures that she's taken, deciding what she wants to work yeah, on. She's like a photojournalist or some shit. Um, and <laughs> then we see Kendall Jenner doing a photo shoot, and she then with a blonde wig. Yeah, she got a blonde she's wig. On. Ju- yeah, she's out there like on a street uh, in a in a and storefront. Then, and, and then there's sudden, protesters coming by. Yeah, they're just walking. They have their signs, and they're going to congregate into this at this square where there are police, and there are police, all all white police. So the with, uh, with uh, the ball Asian, caps, not riot gear, just yeah. So the Asian cellist walks by. We know he's Asian because you can see his face, and we know he's a cellist because he's he's got a cello on his back, and he passes by and he winks at Kendall Jenner and kind of nods. And it's like, come on. So she gets woke. 
by she pulling off her blonde wig. That's the symbolism of being woke. She goes from blonde and to brunette. She joins, no, she joins the protest and has, uh, from the photo shoot to when she joins the protest, she puts on a, a denim jacket. What the fuck is woke? Aware. Aware. Of all the sh- social yeah. shit going on. So she, she joins she joins the protest, goes walking along. They get up to the police line. Conveniently, there's a big old ice it's chest a full of Pepsi. giant Pepsis. ice chest of ice cold Pepsi. Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, Pepsi Zero, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she grabs a Pepsi, classic blue clan. Blue, uh, blue clan. on up. Walks up. Classic blue, blue clan. Blue clan. <laughs> Smurfs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Four Smurfs by Smurfs. Uh, and she walks up to one of the cops and gives him a Pepsi. Uh, and I right hope the cop she, beat the fuck out of her. Right as she does it, the Muslim chick with her camera takes a shot, just like that picture that came out of the protest yeah, last the, year, like dead on. She's the they they literally copied the imagery of the SWAT I, team. I, I, I forgot her the chick in the dress, but yeah, right across from uh, the old woman's hospital, right uh-huh. there on Airline Highway, where she's standing there with the two cops that are coming in full right gear at her, and she's just standing there like a statue. Yeah, I think that was downtown, actually. No, it was on Airline. It was right in front of uh, the old woman's they hospital. Took that picture? Don't, don't yeah. stand in the fucking street, then. Well, anyway, <laughs> so they they take that uh, and and juxtapose Kittle Jenner's uh, millionaire ass over. That her handing a cup of Pepsi, which he opens, drinks, smiles, and is like everything's cool. Everybody's cool, everybody's cool, and everybody is just uh, happy now. And it was a, su- a successful protest because the cops are smiling. So because Kendall Jenner gave one of them a Pepsi. So forty eight hours later, uh, Pepsi has pulled the ad, right, and apologized because Twitter Never went crazy of, of it with it. And what they were doing is they were taking pictures of like from the sixties and, and civil rights protests. Uh, and Martin like Luther King's Martin, daughter posted yeah. a picture of Martin Luther King getting tackled, and she's like, "Well, it's too bad Dad didn't know about Pepsi, huh?" Yeah, exactly. So oh, it, it backfired. Damn. It backfired oh, strongly. Yeah, all these uh, all these unarmed men getting. Uh, I saw a thing. Somebody said seventy percent of people in Florida get uh, shot by police are unarmed, and I was like, unarmed as in they don't have a Pepsi on hand. It fixes everything. It's the taste of a new generation. So yeah. Uh, so they are uh, the, the Pepsi ad has been pulled because the people of Pepsi are just I mean, I didn't stupid. I think they still sold Pepsi in the South because it's yeah. that much of a shitty product. They apparently do. Huh? Who knew? See, that's the thing. If if Pepsi were uh, sold in the South, they would understand that shit ain't gonna fly. That's a Northern thing. I was gonna say everybody knows you. You want to fucking back off the police? You hit them an RC cola. If and I were the moon pie. If I were a cop and somebody handed me a Pepsi, I'd taste the fuck out of them. <laughs> that dude say RC. <laughs> you said moon pie. RC calling a moon pie, dude. Still, you still get your ass whooped, <laughs> dude. Dude, I go to the uh, the. Uh, Why he's drinking a soda and eating the moon look, pie? Look, I wouldn't get my ass whooped. <laughs> hey, hey, you, you know why? You know why I never got my ass whooped by the police? Because every time the fucking police have come at me. Even whenever I Pulls got pulled, Pepsi? even whenever I got pulled over for a felony <laughs> traffic stop, and I had fucking six police with guns drawn on me, you know what I did? Exactly what those motherfuckers told me to. He said, he said, open the door from the outside. That's what I did. When he said walk backwards towards the sound of my voice, I was drunk and high, and I just fucking walked backward as best as I could. And when that fucking cop tackled me, you know what I did? I fucking put my arms out and I laid on the ground like I was fucking dead and just let him do what he needed to do. I fucking had a face full of concrete and I had shit fucking stuck in my cheek. And you know what I did? I hit the fucking ground and laid there. And guess what? When those motherfuckers were done with me, that was it. I'm done. 
You know why? Because I wasn't like, I'll fucking sue you. I'll own this department. I'll get you fired. I said, yes, sir. Tackle my... Put your cock in my... Whatever the fuck it is that's going to get me out of here, sign me up. Ah, That works for you white guys. I like... And first of all, I'm I'm sure you've heard me say this before. Man, fuck you. Usually when black people do that, they, they are, there's a 50-50 chance you might get shot. Look, look, he didn't tackle me gently on this concrete street. He, you don't have to get tackled. You know what I'm saying? He didn't take me down. You could this be opening up the door and like with your hands out and get shot. First of all, first of <laughs> He's all. He's reaching for something. Uh, first of all, you know my old blazer. You know them cops weren't seen through the windows. You know they, they didn't know it was a white dude. All they heard was fucking 412s blaring and fucking blacked out windows that they could have put their flashlight okay. on and not seeing. Okay, it. so what they thought it was a black guy first, and then it was doo 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 doo, and then it was you coming out like Jack in the Box. Yakety sex. And they were like, oh. No, he's they one were of those. <laughs> they were not. See, I'm not even pretending. I, I Last time I got pulled over by the cops, <laughs> I was a little drunk, um, and I stuck my gun out the window. And I was like, do you guys want this? I have a permit, but do you want it? Do you want it? I fired it off in the air like three, four times. It's loaded. Do you want? Do you want it? I'm gonna put it down in here because it'll get scratched. They're probably they probably laugh at you. Yeah, they were fine. Like Mr. Moore. Oh man, we're good. I'm like, hey guys, what kind of gun is it? No, I got out. I was like, hey Jim, how's it this, going? How's the motherfucker? Meanwhile, meanwhile, this fucking cop I had hit me like Goldberg. <laughs> like I kept waiting for him to hit me with a jackhammer after he speared me into the ground. I fucking I hit the concrete and that shit was in my face. Nick Moore's leaving us. Nick Moore has to. Uh, Nick Moore, ladies and gentlemen. Us. But it's fun. I'll Absolutely. See you, see you guys Nick Moore's got to go get his trip. Nick Moore's got to go get his clan outfit. From the cleaners. <laughs> All right, Nick Moore, you're out of here, right? Yes. Good seeing you. Good seeing you, sir. Appreciate you coming. I'm just Say, saying, bro, you're the only guy I know that's wearing a fucking sweater and it's. White motherfucker, right there. It's cashmere. It's cashmere. It's like 80 degrees. Wow. When the cops pull me over, they ain't like, you got a cashmere sweater? (laughs) Hey, uh, y'all want to talk about the, the chick who died? Yes. We got I want to. I want to finish pancakes earlier. I want to finish talking about how motherfucker, when you got six cops pointing guns at you. They don't give a shit that my skin's pale. They heard loud rap music and they were like, "We're gonna put this bitch in the concrete." I give you that. And but but you know what I do? If I didn't fucking fight, I didn't give him any shit. I said, "Yes, sir." Hey, if everything would have went wrong, you know what? What I was thinking, boy, I'm gonna fucking make a million dollars off of this. Yeah, I didn't just, make shit. This is the thing. At the end of the day, I was just like, "Thank God they didn't give me a DWI mm. <laughs> or fucking shoot me." I got you on that. Uh oh. I just, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, you know, the funny thing about it is. But I've been pulled over by black cops that treated me like shit. <clears throat> I've been treated. Hey, I didn't I, say they didn't. You I was going to say, I think it's just like cops versus regular people. Like, I think they treat everybody like shit. Uh, unless, unless, unless they pull you over and like you look like Jeremy White or you in a Mercedes and you got like a suit, they might give you some a decent time, but. They pull over my raggedy ass and they see me. I'm gonna get the same kind of shit anybody else gets because nah. I'm just a raggedy motherfucker. I think you. I think you got a couple steps above me. 
Because nah. I'm, I'm just guilty to, you know, proven innocent. You know what I mean? It's just, I can't explain it to you. I can just tell you about it. You know what I'm saying? But you don't, between me and you, you don't look like a problem. I'm black. I'm the blackest black man. I, but, but you fucking, you just a dude. It doesn't matter what I look I like. I look like I might fucking start a riot. Yeah, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a kind of like a toss up. You know what I'm saying? To see if you're gonna start. So, so me and you are like at least closer than like that's the average I said. people. That's, that's why I said a step a, a step or two ahead. You know what I'm saying? You 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 are raggedy. You know what I'm saying? You are <laughs> that's raggedy. Why it's called the big raggedy. Like yeah. like like I'm still at the point where if I wear jeans and I tuck in my polo shirt at work, everybody's like, "Oh, what are you so dressed up for?" I'm like, "Motherfucker, this is a ten dollar Walmart polo. I just I'm just wearing a belt. I'm not fucking dressed up." <laughs> wow. Like. I literally had to tell somebody today because I had my shirt tucked in at work. They was like, oh, why are you so dressed up? I said, because I was standing up and I spilled my coffee and jumped back and it hit the bottom of my shirt. So I had to tuck it in so I don't walk around like an asshole with a big coffee stain all day. That's why I'm so dressed up. When I wore the shirt last Tuesday, nobody gave a fuck about it. But now that I got a coffee stain on it and I had to tuck it in, people think I'm going to court or got a job interview. Who the is fuck a fucking ten dollars shirt from Coles? I don't know anybody other than my dad that tucks their shirt in. Exactly. But if you see somebody with their shirt shirt tucked in, you're like, oh, they must have like a job interview or they going to court. Because the that's, of the that's shirt what tuck- everybody thought sleep. about me. I was like, no, I will wear a belt because my fucking pants will fall down. I fucking tucked in my shirt because I spilled coffee mm-hmm. on it. Hey, did y'all see the one with the girl um, bust the window out of her boyfriend's car while twerking on top and it was singing, bust the window out of your car? No. No, but I need to. Google it. What happened? She caught a boyfriend, like, doing bad, and her and a girl, you know, went to his apartment complex or his job or anything, and they bust the windows out of his car mm-hmm. and was singing. While they were busting the window, they were singing Jasmine Sullivan. Bust the window out of your car and was twerking on top of the car and on the car. While they were busting the windows. After they busted. After. And on top of that, mm-hmm. the car was new. Oh. Like, I remember. You know what? I could just go out there and be like, I'm calling the police. I remember. You've had a, you, you, you know about glass replacement. Vehicle glass replacement. I remember yes. years ago, you taught me a valuable lesson. You said you, you, you had a girl that got pissed off. And she broke out the small window. The small, the little small window, the little, the little triangle. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the most expensive window. Well, I thought it was the back windshield too. Nah, back window is it's nothing compared to that window. That little, it's, that little it's, triangle. It, it has like a metal piece to it. Mm-hmm. So all the rest of the windows were like one hundred fifty, two hundred dollars. That window was five hundred bucks. See, you, you want to be efficient. You know, you know, you got a chick who's a professional window buster. When she bre- when she breaks just that little triangular one because yeah. she's minimal effort involved high high just, efficiency. I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna just bust that one. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So that was funny. Mm. I'm gonna have to check that out. Sonny's. All right. So uh, the the I was letting you explain fucking normal shit that we know to Jeremy. The sor- <laughs> the sorority. Uh, there's a sorority girl who passed away. University of Connecticut is mourning the death of a 20 year old student who died Sunday. After apparently choking, not on a dick, in a pancake-eating pancake contest. Did you see the one today? Mm. The motherfucker in Denver, he died in a donut-eating contest. What? What the fuck? Are these motherfuckers not drinking water or something? That's nobody nobody around knows the fucking Heimlich. It, it was the same thing with the fucking pancake-eating thing. 
He had 80 seconds to eat a pound and a half of donuts. Uh-huh. And he didn't have enough fucking water. And he fucking... And nobody could get it out with the Heimlich? It was lodged in there, huh? I mean, but, you know, in in either one of those scenarios, like I know we had that talk about the the time I was choking on the steak and I tried to wash it down with bourbon. And they said, they could have said he died doing what he loved because I was trying to tell a joke. And I started choking on steak and tried to wash down bourbon that's, to yeah, get that's, it out. That's the holy trinity like, Fuck, right that's, there. That, that would have been died doing what I love. But you could also said Sonny died in a pancake-eating contest or a donut-eating contest. And you could also have been like, and he died doing what he loved. Mm-hmm. He went out the way Jesus wanted him to go. When it went to your, we would have went to the... Uh, to the funeral, you'd have been laying up there with two fucking donuts in your hand. <laughs> no, That's no, my dude. There'd have been no fucking tears at that funeral. <laughs> Everybody would have been pouring bourbon yeah. on your dead ass. Yeah. In, in this one, was for you, homeboy. Any one of those scenarios, had have been like, I mean, I mean, so he was trying to fucking roast somebody at the dinner table mm-hmm. while getting this fillet down and some fucking mediocre bourbon, and he choked to death. I mean. How else? We knew that's how Sonny was going to die. Either that or getting shot after talking shit. We're just glad it happened to be choking on steak and drinking yeah. bourbon. So uh, I hear the girls at uh, Kappa Delta up at University of Connecticut are going to be pouring out a little syrup for their homegirl. <laughs> Pour out some Mrs. Butterworth for our yeah. homies in that gangsta lean. Mm-hmm. You're stupid. <laughs> Hey, fuck you, man. Gangsta, look, gangsta lean's my fucking go-to still. I mean, maybe it's my age. Wait, 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 wait. You don't like end of the road? End of the road is okay, but that's more like a breakup song. That is. But and and before, what, 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 wait, wait, wait. What, what, what about what about what about uh, what Crossroads about, uh, remix? That's what you're going for. Okay. Fucking, Actually, I was gonna do the uh, Puffy. No, fuck, fuck Puffy. Too, it's not It's too flashy for him it, No it ain't even too flashy It's like he didn't even Fucking give a fuck about Biggie He just saw a chance To fucking do his shitty dance And make some money And fucking make a name For himself Okay I'll give you that I mean I like the song But still I think he was just Doing that for himself That fucking DRS Gangsta lean Like oh, That's my shit This song's dedicated To my homies In that gangsta lean Ah it, What about fucking uh, Master P's uh, Dead homies no, he used to hang with my boy. He used to slam with my boy. Goddamn, I miss my boy. Oh man, you know that, you're, you know you know what? I need to get you some some DJ equipment. Tell, tell me, awesome. tell tell me again, tell me again <laughs> how I wasn't fucking black getting tackled by cops, motherfucker. <laughs> like they could just smell it coming off me. They're like this bitch. <gasps> okay, they knew you had some black friends. Look, I fucking that. Okay, you lived in the black neighborhood and you had some black Look, friends. Look, I had a, I had a friend of mine die not too long ago, and that fucking DRS gangster and. This person ain't had nothing to do with anything except I'm the whitest motherfucker you ever met. And and I played fucking DRS Gangsta Lean for myself and just fucking had a glass of whiskey and tears just rolled down my face. And this motherfucker, if, if they had heard me listen to this song, they'd have been like, what is this horse shit? And that was still just like, that was how I got my shit back together. <laughs> shit. Oh. So all I can do is the hard sound. I'm telling you. Damn. Now here's the thing: is she uh, she didn't die immediately. Like, there was a nursing student who helped her out, and then she was in uh, critical but stable condition that evening. But then she passed away. Her dad uh, was a port authority uh, was 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 a police officer who was killed while trying to rescue people during nine uh, eleven. Jesus, Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. Speaking of pancake, that's what happened to the floors. Oh, that's, I, I do remember seeing that now. So, so this, he technically both of them were killed by pancake. This was this shitty fucking Yahoo clickbait headline 
They said 9-11 survivor chokes to death during pancake eating contest. Like, yeah. go fuck yourself. You just want people to click your shit. Yeah. Guess what? I was a 9-11 survivor, too. I wasn't there. I was 3,000 miles away, yeah. but I survived that That's shit. It. But you got to realize, how does that affect her family going forward? Like, every time they see, like, a Waffle House or they pass, or there's an IHOP commercial, Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity. I mean, can they ever go to Denny's again? I God, I hope not. I hope fucking nobody I mean, ever you, goes to Denny's again. Imagine how bad it is. Pancakes are awesome. I All of a sudden, pancakes are, are ruined. I mean, I can't even can't order a Moons Over My Hammy anymore at Denny's. Uh, French toast. Yeah, there you go, French toast. I don't know, man. That's too close. What the fuck you mean? It's toast. Waffles, French toast, what if I get pancakes. What if I get Belgian waffles? That's some European shit. I don't know, man. That's fucking crepes. <laughs> I mean, with whipped cream. If nobody choked to death on crepes, we could eat crepes, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter how many smiley faces you basically put. Basically a fucking thin pancake wrap. That's it. <laughs> it doesn't matter how smiley of a face you put on that pancake with the syrup. You're going to see your daughter's face in it. You're a little Turn that else. chocolate it's chip frown upside down. <laughs> oh, you motherfuckers are dirty. You're a savage. <laughs> and you're not one? Like, okay, I yeah, just, you I, are. Just, I just want to show you a picture of like a young Fred Savage and just go, you're a little savage right now. Fred Savage from like season one of the Wonder Years. That's what you are right now. Mm-hmm. You just you're just a small savage. Great show, by the way. Fuck yeah, it was. Mm. Yeah, I still can't believe they made the dad die at the end. Hurt my heart. No, oh. that was almost as bad as fucking making James die on Good Times. He died. He died on nine. Damn, 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 damn. Oh, James. Oh. Speaking of Good Times, have you heard the news about JJ? What? Jimmy Walker? He passed. Please no. tell me he got blown up. No. You haven't seen who he's dating? Who the fuck is he dating? Talk about life imitating the boondocks. He's dating Ann Coulter. No. Who? Yes, Ann no. Coulter, horse face. Stop fucking going to the onion. Say No, it's are all fuck- over the wait, fucking wait, wait, place. Wait, 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 wait. Are you, are you? I'm not shitting you. <laughs> he got to be full of shit. Yes. I'm not shitting you. A lot of shit. Y'all haven't seen it? I think Ann Coulter would date Bookman before JJ. <laughs> hey man, that's a good one right there, bro. I like that one. I like your good time reference, bro. That's that's a good one, man. Yeah, here they are. Uh, somebody said Jesus the Get Out sequel looks fucking terrifying. Oh, he. Wait, well, I can see that. I can see that. I, can see I mean, that. they both look dead. Pretty much. Dead inside. I know that. Yeah, but Ann Coulter. Hmm, what the Remember fuck the, is she doing now? What's, what's selling books? The worst part is, is I can't even pissed. figure out like who's trying to get headlines from dating the other one. Like, <laughs> is it her? Or is it him? See, I like black people. <laughs> mm. God, I have one inside of me. I I really hope it's her trying to like fucking score points from dating him because <laughs> I hope he's just like, yeah, you can suck my dick. <laughs> Brothers, like we can't stand the bitch, but how's the pussy? Yeah. It's dynamite. <laughs> Jen, they ain't returning my calls no more. Yeah, and you can suck my dick. <laughs> Shit. What was Janet Jackson's mom's name on that show? Fiona? Oh, no. No, it, no. Was, no. The one who was beating her? Walona. Walona. Yeah. She could fucking get it. 
I don't I don't know if she can get it now. She might be dead, but back then she could have gone. Oh yeah. She still Ooh, she was the hottest one on there. What was the original mom, the one who beat her ass? Uh I forget her name, but she was hot too. Yeah. Thelma was fucking sexy. She Thelma is sexy now. You know Thelma was in Playboy? Google her. You know Thelma was in Playboy back in the day? Get what? the fuck out of here. Oh, speaking of Playboy, I fucking hate Playboy. Mm. Why? For the first time in about 10 years, you know, my son had roommates and shit. So I decided to get a, you know, subscription to it. And I got it. And, you know, they put it in a little thing where they have all, like, the cardboard. And, like, my male lady is like, what is this? It's Playboy. You too old for that. I'm like, you're never too old for Playboy. Mm-hmm. So I ran upstairs and shit. And I got me a bowl of ice cream and some water and shit. And I was going to eat the ice cream and look at the naked pictures and shit. They don't and open it up no and more. there's no naked pictures. It's nope. fucking Maxim now. It's Maxim with good articles. That's it. Right. And I just read the fucking articles. Like, I have a female roommate and she reads the articles. What's shitty is Playboy was also always like, they were like, yeah, there's hot naked chicks. But the fucking interviews were always awesome. The 20 questions were awesome. Mm. They had good shitty cartoons in there, they too. Did. The only thing that's good about it besides the articles is the shitty cartoons. Yeah. That's and, the only next shit now, you're gonna and, and now it's just fucking maximum with decent writing. Like, uh. It's just maximum with. It's, it's just men's health. Dicks on it. It's men's health at this point. Pretty much. <laughs> it's men's health with a dirty cartoon. It's a, it's a European GQ magazine. Uh, yeah. And GQ's much. fucking terrible. Actually, GQ is it's, it's hit or miss. GQ is hit or miss. Yeah. No. All right. Well, this has been fun. Shit, yeah, well, yeah, dude. I really appreciate you showing up like this out of the blue. We always you come always by any fucking it. time Absolutely. you want, Jeremy. Open invitation. <laughs> you fucking stupid. Open invitation for Jermaine. Well, we always want Jermaine here. Yeah, I just can't believe it's been this fucking long since you've been I here. No, I know. I'll be around, bro. You know, so be around. I'm still here. All right. I say if you fucking all over there by me, you right here by this. Yeah, I'm moving. You moving? Fine then. Yeah, I'm moving. My neighborhood is like a black neighborhood. And I've been living with niggas for a long time. I just want to live with white folks now. You, you mean that neighborhood that's like, like I, could, I, could, I could put my hand over my eyes to shade it and see your neighborhood from my neighborhood? Yeah, motherfucker, tell me again how the cops mistreat didn't mistreat me. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Any, anytime you ride through your neighborhood and somebody's jacking up a car and taking a transmission out of that bitch, it's time to go. That's every neighborhood I've ever lived in. And the motherfucker runs perfectly. I just got a big-ass transmission don't, and a parking spot. Hey, hey, don't Time don't forget go. my fucking parents who live close enough for me to literally almost see their house from my house live on this side of Florida Boulevard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me what kind of neighborhood they live in. You've been living with black folks for a long time. Yeah, well, well, my parents, like, you know, since dad's going to be 80 this year and mom's like 70-something. Uh, they're, they're the old people on the street, so nobody fucks with them. Why are they gonna fuck with them? Mm-hmm. Everybody brings them casseroles. Yeah, shit. my one of my favorite stories, uh, and they're definitely not listening to this point because they they don't know how the fucking internet works. Uh, <laughs> they went uh, the, the people across the street from them that you know, kids like twenty now, but when they first moved in, he was like eight, and he calls my parents, Grand and Papa, you know. And so they were at one of his baseball games when he was like 12 or 13. And my parents are literally the only two white people in this entire stadium for either team. And he's out there on the field waving to my parents going, Hey, Grand! Hey, Papa! <laughs> and Fucked him up. And there's 400 black people like, 
needle off the record looking at my parents and like, we're just the neighbors. <laughs> Everybody in that whole neighborhood loves them and they know I'll fucking burn like seven blocks to the ground if anything happens at that house. Nobody's fucking with them. That's it. You know what I'm saying? The only thing they're getting is great barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's all they get. Great barbecue. That's all the shit they get. All right, well, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, let's sign off. Hey, for Nick Moore. I'm oh, Nick right. Moore. <laughs> I just, that's my Nick Moore impression. <laughs> I'm Jermaine Jingles. I'm You've been listening to the Red Stick Podcast. Jermaine Jingles, my motherfucking man. <laughs>